You know you're welcome at home, Sam. There's no need to go through all this trouble. I know, Dad. But don't you think I'm a little old for princess curtains and a single bed? It was good enough for you when you were 12. Dad, I just need a little time to clear my head and space to stretch my legs. I thought it was cozy with you and Bullpure. Well, if you're sure, make time to visit. I'm just next door. Dad, I think I'm going to like it here. Tef's old house holds some good memories. on Evers After. What's the next best thing to your childhood home? Moving in to the house next door. Reminiscing was nice, but I was ready to get accustomed to this new version of the neighborhood. So imagine my surprise when the girl next door came knocking. Mom? Mom? Mom, I'm back from wartime! Wait, Sam? Tef? Is that really? You're supposed to be stationed with a postal corp. Gurry. I didn't know you'd returned from wartime. You'd know if you'd been there. Some of you never returns. Thought I'd bring a housewarming gift over. That's very thoughtful. A thought and also a warning. Wow. Zoom. Ever's After, latest episode does it again. Such a contextually important metaphorical telling of the distinctly now landscape. Touching. Next up, is there no motion in your ocean? Have they got the boat for you? Radiation Ships is now on WSPN. Chibata, outcasts and homologists, settlers and survivors, to all you ratheads out there in a radiation nation, this is an emergency broadcast to your heart. Further instructions incoming. We are live from our EBS compound and undisclosed location deep in the lines of the Sadlands. Our hearts pure, our backs strong, and our eyes shielded from the glare of this bone waste. I'm Rat Flink. With me, the professor. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your radiation ship. Professor, how you doing today? I'm well. I'm well, Rad. How about you? What a one. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good myself. Can't can't complain. I could, but, you know, that's not our job here. Well, and I, I won't be listening. Our job is to listen to your complaints, listeners. Right. And um, speaking of complaints, Caden's uh, brought up a few. He said we're not uh, tying in the shows. We're not. Uh, he, he wants some sort of continuity. Mm-hmm. He's really, really taken yeah. taken to this producer role. Quite naturally. And absolutely. It, it's, it's like it's second nature to him. Yeah. Second, third, fourth nature. Yeah. However, you want to you want to put that. It's a lot of nature. So he's he suggested that, that we expound on some of the ideas we went into last time, and, and I believe we, we left off talking about some finances, mm-hmm. talking about about business. Yeah, and so maybe we could just take a minute to sort of dive into the the, the corporate underbelly and and mm-hmm. and what what makes these mega corps tick. What what do you what do you have to say on the matter, Professor? So so the, um, the majority of these mega corporations, of course, are run by um, malevolent artificial intelligences, and those artificial intelligences have. Whoopsie. There seems to be some sort of transmission error due to no fault of my own. This episode was apparently not on my safety-air roster. Why don't we reach way back into the Radiation Ship's archive 
next up, we travel back from the now airing episode 505 to episode 15 of Radiation Chips. Now on WSPN. The Spoon. upon which you stand you are trapped trapped like a fox in a bear trap the cold steel jaws cracking bone and tinted one jaw myself you heard me you know me my name is rad and you better believe i'm bad the other jaw you know as jom the professor de Bruyne. he is a truly perfect nightmare this man is no mere man he feeds upon your mind and lives within your soul and he will make you whole these lines we draw they connect us they connect you they are your relationship professor i'm the professor professor sham de Froyen, and uh welcome again to the radiation ship um, we have an excellent show planned for you today. It's uh, it's episode number 15, and uh, I think it'll be the best episode 15 that we have ever done. Um, I'm thrilled to have Rad back in the studio after his, uh, his mysterious but obviously restorative sabbatical. And uh, we, have, we have several uh, several cases, uh, several appointments lined up today. Hopefully we'll be able to, to get them all on air. Uh, if we don't, we'll take them off air. But uh, the benefit that we reap from delving into the minds and hearts and souls uh, of our patients, uh, we'll be sure to pass that on to you in, in future episodes. So welcome. It's true, Professor, I have returned! I have survived the fire and the blood and steel, nourished by the smell of death and mud. I have crushed their false healers and their robot dungs. The only thing I fear is myself, and even now, my energies exceed even the most supreme limits, and I am born anew as a terror of survival! And you've got a wonderful tan. Uh, is that just... Uh... Did you do that on purpose? Did you did you lay out to, to, to darken your skin, or is that just a, a a beneficial after effect of where you've been? The color of my skin mirrors the color of my soul in the negative, for I am once again whole. I am purified, and you will find that I am like no other. Well, that's special, Rad. That that's special. I'm I'm glad you you you'll carry those experiences in your heart forever. And you know, I'm 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 glad you've taken the time to to restore yourself personally. Um, the 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 joy and positivity that you have returned with is something that uh, I think will be a an active testament to uh, the power of joy for uh, for all of our listeners. You know, and I hope it's infectious. I hope that they will catch your your joy um, like an epidermal infection uh, of of happiness, and it will ooze a, a yellowy green gratitude. Do not close your ears. Do not close your minds, for we will punch through your ears and we will punch through your minds into the deepest recesses of your soul. And this power that we have to share, it is not joy, but it is infectious and you will be infected. 
All right, let's go ahead and connect with our, our first patient for the day. Lycovirus! Radiation ships will be right back. Your job and home life keeping you under the grind? You wish you could be the master of your domain? We have just what your aching you needs. Brought to you by the producers of the famous Olive's Matter Platter, check out Sunny Slavers Bay. We shouldn't have to slap you in chains to bring you to our luxurious shores. Shanghailand, Spartacus World, Plantation Island. Our amusement park has everything. Come on down to Sunny Slavers Bay, your next vacation destination. When life has you eating hand-to-mouth, try WSPN, The Spoon. Our next patient for today is uh, is Gricker Atoms. Uh, Gricker is a 24-year-old resident of the Sadlands. Um, and like so many of us, he's really just a scared little boy in the in the husk of a man. Gricker, are you there? Yeah, hi, guys. How you doing? I, I suppose the important question is, how are you? And, 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 and what progress have you made after our last session? Well, you know, I've, I've uh, got all these kinds of gadgets here I've been working on. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a lot of time uh, spending out in the woods hunting shit and uh, killing stuff. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just wrote a good, good, God, I'm just getting frustrated lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the nature of your frustration? With what have you become enraged? Well, I got all these toys I don't know how to fix. Toys. Isn't that the case with all of us, though? We, we, amass, we amass toys, we amass objects of pleasure. Uh, and when they don't bring us the type of pleasure that we want them to, we become angry. We become disillusioned with these toys. Um, Gricker, what can you tell me about the nature of your toys? Well, man, I've tried everything. I've tried jumping them off of cars. I've tried, uh, you know, just resetting them, pulling them out, mm-hmm. fixing the spinny things inside of them. And just nothing's working. Nothing's working. Something has to be working. And let me tell you what's working. The professor is working on you right now. And when he is done, you will know true happiness. Yes, Gricker, this is, uh, this is my associate, Rad Flink. Um, he is a man of uh, really uh, unassailable character. Um, how, how you doing, Mr. Flink? I am doing amazing. I have never been better. You should be asking yourself how you are doing in the presence of myself and the professor. Do you know what you have walked yourself into? Are you aware of the full nature of this situation to which you have availed yourself? Well, I just thought I was calling in to help get these toys fixed, but man, you got that enthusiasm. I'm in with you. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my associate here has brought up an excellent point uh, about self-awareness. How well do any of us know ourselves? But more importantly, Gricker, how well do you know yourself? You spend a lot of time talking about your toys that aren't working, and I, I can't help but wonder if that's a deflection. You know, it, is it your toys that are not working? Um, or is it, in fact, yourself? Well, I don't know what the direction has to do with any of it, but, you know, whatever. The professor is asking about your wiener. Is it working? Oh, yeah, my wiener works fine, fella. That's the other ones that don't. Your other wieners? Yeah, it's all these toys. You know, I told you I've been trying to get them to work. You have toy wieners. I just want to get them back to working order. Okay. I can fix all these things, you know, all my traps and, and... Gadgets and guns and 
I just, I can't get these things to work. It's weird. I got one to, to vibrate around for like 20 minutes one day, and then it just stopped. You have vibrating wieners. Paint me a picture. Paint me a picture of your wieners. Which one? All of them. Paint a picture of all the wieners. Lay out the wieners one by one by one by one. Find a table. Prepare it properly. Lay the tablecloth and the wieners upon it one by one by one by one. And when you have finished, you, you will draw a picture. Paint a picture of those wieners with your words and with your mind as the professor will feed upon your thoughts. I feel we're on the, we're on the same page today, Rad uh, Gregor. That's exactly what I was going to suggest to you. Sometimes art therapy uh, allows us to, to get in touch with parts of ourselves uh, that we aren't normally in touch with. So what I want you to do between now and our next session is, is yeah, pick up some art supplies. Uh, I want you to draw me, paint me, um, sculpt me, uh, whatever artistic medium comes most naturally to you. I want a picture of, of your wieners um, before our, our next session. And uh, I think that's really going to help us find the breakthrough um, that we're looking for. All right, then. Uh, I'll, I'll get on that. Uh, start trying to get this uh, the dick drawings out there for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll send it to you. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's uh, unfortunately all the time we have for our session today, uh, uh, Gricker, but uh, thank you once again for your transparency, for your openness, and your willingness to let us tell you how to be. That's your time! No checks, money order, and cash only, please! You're listening to Radiation Ships, a massage for your love muscle. But first, buy this stuff. There are you. Hello? Chrysanthemum? That's not hell. Uh, I, got, I think I got this doohickey on wrong. Hello? Uh, hello? Go to Chrysanthemum. Dang blasted junk don't work. Chrysanthemum. Where's the dang manual for this thing? Piece of junk crap? Go to Chrysanthemum. These these things used to reach your brainwaves, and now we gotta use all these little wrenches to tweak these little doodads. Those blasted thieves selling this bram a hundred times what it should cost. Doesn't even look like the Blumby picture on the box. Drew Santhemum, call on! Thank you for advertising with WSPN. 20,000 credits have been removed from your account. Please keep broadcasting. Itching for a little more? Here's another spoonful on WSPN. The Spoon. Ladies and gentlemen, the airwaves belong to the ones with the words to soothe and move, and your words are all mine. I am the spark of evolution that originates your feces, smear, troglodyte, scrawlings into the catalyst of being. Your words are nothing more than one, zero, zero, zero monkeys with a thousand typewriters. But now you know who is the one, zero, zero, zero monkeys and who is your thousand typewriters. Now you see I am the monkeys and we are the typewriters. And I'm Professor Sean DeFroyan. It looks like it's time for another appointment, Professor. You are absolutely right, as as you, as you are from time to time. It's it's really quite remarkable. Uh, our next patient today is uh, is Microton Ron. Um, Microton is a twenty four year old resident of the Sadlands, um, and and like like a lot of us, 
um, he's just a scared, scared little boy uh, in, in the husk of something larger. Uh, Microtin, are you, are you there? Uh, yeah, hi, Dr. Sham, uh, Professor Sham, uh, These doctors, uh, would you speak are false, false healers and fake men? They tell their tales of veins and blood and sinew and they speak their lies to you. Settle for lies, ladies and gentlemen. And they're just kind of poncy, you know? G- go on. Well, I'm hoping that I don't know, uh, that I don't need to know what, uh, Ponzi means for uh, the the duration of this call because I do not know. Uh, I, I had a humble upbringing and uh, I trust that you will not judge me for that. I grew up on the borders of uh, of the Bone Waste and Waster Town and uh, sometimes I was in fact judged for my upbringing. We did not have much. Well, I'm just going to get to the nature of my call and explain that my wife is wanting me to make a porn movie um and i just wanted to explain that while i do love movies i have not seen many of them because it was in fact uh you know just sort of a privilege bestowed upon one of the 17 of us to get to go into town and watch those movies and then the one of us would come back and share uh, the details of that film with the rest of the family and I do want to say that usually like uh, you know sort of the country proud people that we were we did watch John Wayne movies almost exclusively and I do want to say that I do uh, hope that I can take some of his spirit into the porn movie that I might make with my wife but I will need some more information about just how porn movies are and I can tell you that from what I know of John Wayne he was a person who loved his country okay he loved the mountains and he loved the streams okay and he did in fact love the trees and he loved the horses and if i could just go on to explain a little more about his situation he did love the sky and he did also love the rocks and he did like people he did like the white people but he did not like brown people and i felt that that was something that made him a particularly patriotic person and i want to carry that spirit of patriotism into my porn movie but again i must reiterate i do not fully understand what a porn movie is except that i have heard that there are machines and I do love machines. Mm-hmm. I have heard there are machines for the buggery. Okay. And yep. I need to know a little mm-hmm. more about how I would make myself like a machine mm-hmm. if I were to make a porn movie with my wife while also incorporating the patriotic spirit of mm-hmm. John Wayne. Okay. So if you could speak to that, I would be so grateful. Yes. Well, I mean, you... you uh... I feel you're, you're you're self-disparaging a little bit. You claim that you don't know much about uh, pornography, um, and and yet you've already encapsulated so much of the spirit uh, of pornography. You've you've spoken at great length uh, of of the love that John Wayne had for everything, and and in its essence, of course, we all know that pornography is about love. Uh, it's about love for all things and all people. Um, you've also spoken of uh, of sort of a focus on 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 white people. Um, and and uh, less flattering opinions of dark-skinned people. That's also a very important element in, in pornography. So I feel like you're coming from a place of unrecognized experience. And uh, in, in all creative pursuits, of course, it's important to just channel what you know 
channel channel what you know. And so we, you know the love, you, you know the prejudice, uh, you, you know the patriotic emotions, and you know machines. You know, switch on a camera, um, do what comes naturally, uh, and remember that lighting is, is, is very important. Let me tell you something about John Wayne. Let me tell you something about patriotism. And let me tell you something about manifest destiny. And let me tell you something about your destiny. It is your destiny to fulfill this call. It is manifest that this porn movie will be made real. And it is obvious that John Wayne killed more Indians than any man by by weight. I uh, I did want to, uh, Professor, uh, you did mention something about uh, the lighting, and I did want to ask you about that because, um, yeah, as I said, you know, I'm a man of humble upbringing, and I I have carried that humbleness into my marriage, um, and it is not often that we have uh, enough of the oil for the lamps. To have the brightness at the nighttime, and that is in fact one of the reasons that for a while I was not even sure how many brothers and sisters I did in fact have, because while it was my job as the eldest to be the one who learned how to count up to 20 or so siblings... Why are you afraid? Why do you fear the sun, the bringer of life? Tear your clothes asunder and free your skin to bathe within the sun, to bathe within the owie wind. For now you know there is nothing to fear but me, the final survivor. That it would just be me and my wife in the movie, and I'm currently confused as to whether or not you are saying that you would like to be a part of this. It doesn't matter whether you want me to be a part of it or not. I'm still confused. Does that mean that you are going to come to my domicile if my needs and wants are not, in fact, important? Are your needs and wants going to bring you to my domicile? Let me tell you something, Ron Mitcherton. You will be helped, and there is nothing you or anyone you know can do anything about it. I am feeling uncomfortable, and so I would like to redirect. And uh, you were saying earlier that there was nothing to fear, and I did, in fact, like the sounds of that because I do not, in fact, enjoy being afraid. But I did want to ask you about a fear that I do have that I have not shared with my wife yet because I know I'm supposed to be the pillar of strength. And so I want to bear my vulnerabilities with you if I And I just wanted to ask about some of what I've heard happens with porn movies, and that is when the internet is able to acquire a copy of the porn movie, I have heard that it is possible that the internet committee could possibly mail these out to people who have internet capabilities if they are on the mailing list of the internet committee, then will they receive a free copy of my porn movie to keep them interested in internet services? I am concerned because I like the idea of this porn movie being a record of my happiness with my wife, but Mm -hmm. I do not know if I want everybody to be able to watch it because I feel like maybe there's something, I don't even know, just like not right with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, there are there are there are two points I'd like to address there. One one is is just the nature of of transparency uh, and emotional vulnerability. If you're engaging in this act, if you're if you're creating this film with your wife, um, because it's a gesture of such intimacy, you need to be okay with with the idea. Um, that in bearing yourself to your wife, you may also be bearing yourself to millions and millions of other people uh, who you've never met and will never meet. And if you do meet them, they'll look at you and sort of snicker and smirk because they know things about you that you don't realize they know about you. And that's, I mean, that's just the nature of the marital contract. Um, the other thing I would like to address is, yes, it, it is possible that, that this will happen and distribution will, will be uh, widespread, um, but not if your film isn't any good. So I, I would say before you're concerned about people seeing these things, be concerned with the quality. Okay, well, I am not sure that my question about lighting was ever answered, but I think that's all right because I might be able to sort of turn my um, truck uh, with the uh, headlights on. I might be able to shine it into uh-huh. um, into our bedroom window and provide some lighting. But uh, back to my question about how I can become more like a buggery machine because I want to do the cutting edge thing. I want people to look at my movie and not say like, oh, he's trying to make a movie like they made, uh, you know, like 50 years ago. Like I'm not trying to get like vintage like with it like that because I'll never be able to achieve like the cinematic glory of those films that I heard my father talking about Mm -hmm. after he had been the one person to watch it, you Mm -hmm. know? So I want to do something new and to me machines sound very new Mm -hmm. and I don't know what the kind of bugger machine looks like, but I want to know if you know so that you can tell me Mm -hmm. how to move my body, I, I will tell you I am sinewy. Mm-hmm. I am dry. Mm-hmm. I am coarse and just general, uh, you know, sort of toughness okay. in my skin okay. and in my bones. If you are as dry as you claim to be, um, that could be a problem uh, if you're attempting to become a buggery machine. I would say maybe try applying some of, I know you have a, a, a lack of lamp oil, but I mean, try just oiling up a little bit and that'll help with um, the smoothness of motion. Uh, and beyond that, I would say just work on your core strength, um, particularly your, your obliques. Um, do some Pilates. Uh, that's, that, that's often helpful. Uh, you, you need to remain positive. You need to remain optimistic. Um, as they say, it's aim for her cans, not aim for her cannots. I just like the sound of that. I gotta say, I like to, and I think that I'm already putting together sort of like the thing that I'm going to say inside of my head when I'm doing the things to her that I will plan on be doing, um, such as I will think positive, like, uh, my, my friends and neighbors will not see this movie. I think that's very positive, and also I think for me it could be just what I need to feel uh, confident. I'll mm-hmm. say this will stay shrouded in mystery forever, mm-hmm. and this will be just a record of me and my wife's happiness, and my children will not feel shame because they will not see their father's image doing the things to their mother because the internet committee will not get their hands on this. Am I on the right track? I feel. Let me tell you something, Ron Mitcherton. 
Let me tell you something, and you listen close, because you spoke of doctors earlier. You spoke of these false healers and their lies. Well, the true survivors do not listen to the doctor's lies. Do not listen to the court magician's overtures. The professor is a true healer, and I am the final survivor. We will make your mind fine. He will make your soul whole, and I will make your ills will. The will to survive, and you will survive. So you get out there. You get underneath that bright sun. You get out in that alley wind, and you take your wife. Take a cameraman. Take two. Take three. Take whatever you darn well please. And you take your wife and you let it be known to the internet and anybody who hears that you will make that porn. I will. That's right. You know, I will make it. I will. You will make that porn. Clot that I have taken from the body of an engine that I have slaughtered in the spirit of patriotism with John Wayne and myself. I will take my wife down to the river. I will plunge her very deep inside that water. I will plunge deep inside my wife while she is plunged deep inside of the water. And you will take that engine and you will drag him behind a horse while this is going on round and round three times, six times, nine times. And the cameraman will be filming in a Dutch angle and he will zoom and he will cut and he will star wipe. I will drag my wife through a field of corn that I learned how to plant when I came across the engines and I took advantage of their trusty nature and I gave them blankets with smallpox on it and I will lay my wife down upon that blanket with smallpox and she will be immune because we have had it all roll out and then I will say engines get out of here I'm trying to booger my wife like a machine that you don't understand because you're a primitive child of the earth and Ron Metroton now you have it. You are not the machine of buggery. The machine of buggery is not out there. The machine of buggery is not something you go searching for. The machine of buggery is deep within you. And you pull it. You reach inside your chest. You break apart your ribs. You tear apart your sternum. You reach into that soul and you pull out that machine of buggery and you show your wife what a machine of buggery truly is. I will. I will show my wife that machine of buggery. And then when it ain't a machine of buggery no more, because it already buggered until just a world is about to explode, I will debone some chickens with that machine because I need it to be useful even when I'm not doing the pleasurable things with my wife. And I will get rich because I will debone chickens with that off-duty buggery machine and that's right rich. that's right you will you will absolutely debone chickens with that machine of buggery because that machine of buggery when it is not buggering it needs to be doing something because that machine doesn't you don't work for that machine that machine works for you and let me tell you something that is the heart of a true survivor that machine of buggery that lives deeps within the heart of every true survivor let me tell you as the final survivor I know exactly what you're saying, and I just want to let you know that I will do my best with that off-duty machine of buggery to become rich so that I can buy more lamp oil for my wife and all the oils that will permit me to enter all the orifices that she might want to have me enter because I just want to please her, but also I very much want to be rich. 
because I want to visit those mountains that John Wayne loved, and I want to visit those streams that John Wayne loved, and I want to pollute them with my juices. I want to pollute them with my body juices, and I want to pollute them with the juices that are the byproducts of all the chicken. And Ron Mitchell, you do not stop there. You do not stop with those orifices. You do not stop with that pollution. You do not stop with that lamp oil. You will keep using that buggery machine until you can buy the very sun. Yeah, the sun. Buy it right out of the sky. Buy it right out from under the, the cosmos, and you will own the entire sun. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. This true survivor can do it. Oh! 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 My friends, this is what a breakthrough sounds like. Indeed. Feel it. Feel it. Feel the change. Feel the advancement. Feel the breakthrough. Feel it deep within you. Feel it deep within you, bubbling and frothing and expelling from you. Feel the breakthrough. This is why I became a professor in the first place. For the sound of breakthrough. I think that's uh, that, that'll just about do it for our appointment today, uh, Microton. Thank you. Thank you for your willingness. Thank you for your openness. Thank you for your breakthrough. It's truly inspiring. I'll be in touch. Well, that concludes our, our scheduled appointments uh, for today. Uh, if any of our listeners are interested in uh, seeking my counsel, uh, if you have inadequacies, uh, improprieties, uh, and personal disorders, personality afflictions, uh, if there's anything wrong with you, and let's be honest, there probably is, um, give us a call. Um, you can reach us via shortwave radio. Uh, carrier pigeons are another option. Uh, I met a lovely gentleman the other day named Mailman, um, and uh, he likes to deliver letters and packages. Um, reach out to us. Reach out to me so I can reach into you, and together we will reach new things. I'm Professor Sean DeFroyan. Uh, gurgling on the floor is Rad Flink. Uh, we'll speak with you soon. <laughs>